welcome to Judging Books by Their Covers. It's the podcast where we show someone a book and then we ask them if we should read it. I'm Nathan from Sex and the City, the podcast, and Calvin and Hobbes cast, and also the Off Five. And I am Vive from uh, DJing on the Internet. And today I'll be showing a book cover to Nathan so that he can judge it. So I just sent that book over, Nathan. Have All you right. have you gotten it? Here it comes. Oh, Anna Karenina. Karenina. <laughs> it's hard to tell when to stop the nuns. Karenina. Yeah. I think you just keep going. Yeah. By Leo Tolstoy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you want me to um, read a little bit of the back of this? Yeah. And, and describe the fr- front of it. Oh, yeah. The front of it is um, is a woman who I assume is Anna Karenina. Karenina. <laughs> and uh, she's... She looks old timey and Russian. Oh wait, I think it's Anna Karen Ina. Oh, Karen Ina. Okay. Karen Ina. Karen Nenya? Karen Nenya business. <laughs> and it looks like she's wearing like a, a black jacket that's like fur rimmed, and she has a black hat that has like a big poofy white feather in it. And she there's a it looks like there's a sadness within her. Hmm. To be honest. Yeah. And there's like a thumb on the side. A thumb. Oh, <laughs> oh that's your thumb. <laughs> yeah, it's just my thumb. The cool. thumb is the thumb is uh how I'm holding it. I tend to hold uh, things with my thumbs. Mm-hmm. All thumbs. And I see like some buildings in the background there. Cool. What's it say on the back? Yeah. Um, so it says married to a powerful government minister, Anna Karenina is a beautiful woman who falls deeply in love with a wealthy army officer, the elegant Count Vronsky. Desperate to find truth and meaning in her life, she rashly defies the conventions of Russian society and leaves her husband and son to live with her lover. Condemned and ostracized by her peers and prone to fits of jealousy that alienate Vronsky, Anna finds herself unable to escape an increasingly hopeless situation. Oh. So, uh, Nathan, can you tell me about this book? You know, I can. Okay. It's about a, a lady, mm-hmm. Anna Karen Nina. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's kind of like a, like a fun escapist fantasy of of like you know what you, what everyone always imagines like running off with their lover. Um, you know, their she loves old clothes. She always hangs out in vintage shops, and that's mm-hmm. that's where she met this Count Vronsky. Oh, okay. Is he also into vintage clothing? Yeah. So they start texting back and forth, mm-hmm. and and I think and like uh, the the cool thing about the book is that it kind of shows the text messages. It's like a very modern love story, actually. Oh, interesting. Yeah, that's that's a more modern way to do it. I've seen it done with emails, but I don't mm-hmm. know if I've read one that has text messages. So that's interesting. Yeah. It's like diaries, but but it's text messages. So it's like telling the story. And of course, you know, it's it's high stakes because a lot of times you're like, oh, we're hooking up. What's the worst that could happen? Probably I'll, uh, you know, be stepping out of my pants, but they're kind of skinny. And then I'll maybe trip and hit my head on the corner of the window and um, bleed. And, Wait, and, why are and people die. falling over? I, I think I missed something. Well, I'm just saying that's like the normal thing you're worried about when you're hooking up. But she has to worry about oh. a worse thing, which is that her husband um, 
Grog, mm-hmm. uh, who's a who's a government minister, mm-hmm. which a, a powerful government minister. I understand. Is that yeah? Correct? And you know what that means? Hmm. He's not an ad minister. He's a regular minister, meaning he speaks to the troops, uh, the bureaucracy, and also God. Oh, okay. He's kind of like a middle middle man between them. Okay. Sure, that makes sense. I, I want to back up to something because I, I just looked and it looks like the original copyright on this book is 1875. So I did not realize that text messaging dated back that far. Well, it's like, you know, telegrams? Mm-hmm. That's what I mean. Those are text messages. Oh, I see. They are. Okay. Um, yeah. Interesting. And so were they... Were they being delivered by a carrier pigeon or what was the standard, you know, how you know, were they delivering these these to one another? The thing about telegrams is you got to pay by the character. Oh. So you don't spend a lot of time in the telegram talking about how the telegram will be delivered. So we don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it doesn't say. <laughs> okay. All right. You know, I wish we still had telegrams. Is that still a thing? Yeah, we do. It's an app, though. Oh, <laughs> it's a little disappointing. Yeah, that's their slogan. <laughs> it's a little disappointing. <laughs> All right, so she meets Vronsky in a vintage shop. Um, she leaves her powerful husband to be with him, and then how does that go? Not great. And you know who's the maddest? Who about it? Surprisingly, her husband, Bron- uh, Grog. Grog, right? Yeah. He gets very angry, you know, uh-huh. which is why he's called Grog's actually a nickname. Oh, for what? Uh, Growedgery. Uh huh. Yeah. And what is Growedgery? Is that a is that a traditional Russian name? No, uh, his parents were kind of outside of the box oh. hippie types. Interesting. And also, I think they kind of scribbled it on the birth certificate. Mm hmm. So he's upset. So what does he do? He pouts, mopes about. Mm-hmm. And he also talks to, we didn't talk about the son that they have together. Right. Yeah. Does the son, uh, what is the son's name? The son's name is is just Dodd. And he's 30. Oh, okay. So he's, he's like an adult son. I would imagine that that would be, I mean, people didn't live very long in this day and age. So Yeah, so he's in a nursing home. So, oh, wow. Okay. And he's just, I don't know why they talk about this so much in the telegrams, but he's ripped. (laughs) But he's in a nursing home, even though he's ripped? Yeah, they got a great gym there. He does pool aerobics. (laughs) Got you. Okay. All right. Does he have a lover? He has a few. Oh, wow. Some of them are employees. Some of them are just delivery people. And one of them's his roommate. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, and are these all female lovers or does, does he also take lovers of the same gender? It's a, it's a good mix. He likes to keep it like the whole palette. He says, he says and that all the time <laughs> in, in the telegrams between his mom and Vronsky. Yeah. I was going to say that the telegrams are between him and Vronsky or, you know, Anna Karina and Karenina and Vronsky. Oh, I think I said that wrong. No, they're telegrams between everybody. It's a whole bunch of telegrams. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, so it'd be like ones between Grog and and his parents, who are still alive. Wow, okay. Uh, When he'll be like, man, she left. Is there something I could do? 
He'll send telegrams to God for when he won't take his calls. Does God respond? Uh, in a way, hmm. from a certain point of view. Interesting. Interesting. This is really more theological than I thought it would be. Yeah. When his telegrams come in mysterious ways. Oh, right. Yeah. Makes sense. Like maybe maybe a pattern in the clouds or like mm-hmm. like a squirrel's the the pattern he'll be, be chewing on a not outside the house um, or like even just like the squeaking of the wheels of the psych warden walking down up up down the halls. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. So it sounds like Anna and Vronsky, uh, Count Vronsky, are are very much in love. Um, does that love stay? Yeah. Well, I mean, Count Vronsky, obviously, he's a wealthy army officer and a vampire. So once they consummate the um, loving by having sex, she becomes a vampire, too. Oh, sure. That's how it works. Yeah. So she becomes a vampire. um, And then how does Grog react to that? Does he find out? No, he's he's just in his own world, it seems. Hmm. Interesting. And he's uh, writing, to, he's sending telegrams to his parents. Yeah, to his parents and his, and his hot son. <laughs> Does he refer to him as his hot son? Because that might be ethically problematic. Well, I mean, you, you're, you're, you're thinking about it the wrong way. It's like, he's not like he's attracted to his son. Mm. His son is so hot that no one can deny it. <laughs> I see, I see. It's objective fact at this point. <laughs> right. Right, that that makes sense. And so now, because this book was written so long ago, uh, is is the language, um, you know, what's the language like? Is it is it difficult to understand? It's it's a little formal for my taste, mm-hmm. and a little. I think part of the hardest thing for me to understand is that it's all in Russian. Oh sure. Yeah. So a lot of a lot of it is uh, hard to understand if you don't speak or read or understand that language at all. Mm-hmm. That makes yeah. sense. And then, do you know anything about the author, Leo Tolstoy? Yeah, he's a uh, inventor. Mm-hmm. I think he invented the modern faucet. Oh. It was what his big invention was. I hate having two faucets, one for hot and one for cold, and mixing in the sink. That's gross. I'm going to have one faucet, and then he invented the thing that goes in between. So you just have one faucet. You know, I lived in a house that had a hot side and a cold side, and it made washing my face a lot less fun. Did, did you, you didn't love it? No, because the hot side would get really, really hot. And then you had to, so you had to put a little bit of cold in your, in your hands and then hot and then splash your face. It was like a yeah. whole, you had to have a system. So, yeah. Leo Tolstoy and you, not fans of that. <laughs> not a fan. No, I can relate. Well, I'll have to write him a telegram. And so he was, him yeah. For his He'll invention. get it. He'll get um, it. Just write it, care of God. Yeah, I'll send it to God. Yeah. So Leo Tolstoy, he's like, Vince, this sink thing. No one knows how to use it or install it. And then mm-hmm. he writes the instruction manual. And he has so much fun writing the instruction manual. He's like, I'm also going to tell a story about infidelity. Oh, okay. Wow. Ironically, he had a great marriage. Rock solid. Hmm. Okay. Did he write any other books other than this one? Yeah, he wrote his own autobiography called A A Little Bit Every Day, uh, Little Bits of Wisdom for You and Your Family. And Mm -hmm. he also wrote one of the Don't Sweat the Small Stuffs. Oh, he wrote one of those? Okay. (laughs) Which one? And it's all small stuff. 
Oh, okay. And he also he also wrote Chicken Soup for the Russian Soul. You know, that's actually one of my favorite Chicken Soup books. Uh, I think it's right after um, Chicken Soup for the Plant Grower's Soul. Yeah, Chicken Soup for the Plant Based Burger Patty. <laughs> so what ha- what happened that's to those his, books? <laughs> Wait, can we do one of those books? <laughs> They're uh, out of they, print now. Do they still make them? <laughs> anyway so that's Um, that's pretty much all i know about this book but i you know that's everything right Uh, i can sit down because it's like a thousand pages so i have a question so because it's a thousand pages how many book covers out of a thousand do you give it okay it's a good a good question Mm -hmm. i'm gonna give it uh 380 380 out of a thousand that's actually pretty low yeah tolstoy what a hack all right. Well, you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> Nathan does not recommend this book. No way. <laughs> Don't read it. Save yourself 1,000 minutes and or probably a lot more. I don't know. Do you read how many pages per minute do you read? Oh, I'm a pretty slow reader, actually. I yeah. think. I think I'm I a pretty read. slow reader. Oh, really? I, I'm trying to read Infinite Jest, and I was going to read 30 pages a day, and I think I've read 23 pages so far. So I'm How not long? I'm not meeting my goal. How long did that take? Yeah. I mean, that book is like an oversized paperback, and the font is really tiny, and it's really hard to follow, so you kind of have to like reread bits of it. Have you Enough excuses. Well, how many days did it take to read 23? Oh, 23 pages was the first day. It probably oh, okay. took like... I don't know, like an hour or so, I guess, maybe. Oh, that's not bad then. Yeah. Yeah. It was definitely like close to an hour, if not a little over. So. No one but likes I was that also, book. I was also taking notes. Bond likes that book? No one. Oh, no one. <laughs> <laughs> the only people that like that book are people that are too insecure to admit they didn't understand it. <laughs> that's what I, I mean, that's what I, from when I looked at the cover, that's what I thought. <laughs> And just the vibe I've got. <laughs> yeah, that's probably true. I will have to do that book. <laughs> then I won't have to read it. <laughs> uh, but anyway. <laughs> hey, um, you know what I really like doing this time of year, Nathan? Cozying up to a nice warm bottle of uh, seltzer. <laughs> um, I like doing that while I'm watching all of the office Christmas episodes. That's one of my favorite things to do during oh, this time. Right on. Yeah. So I um I also think you like the office, right? That's true. I, I dabbled in the office and our, my podcast about the office, the off five came back today, this day of November twenty-fifth, Thanksgiving Eve, to release a <laughs> special episode about the negotiation in season four. Ooh, well, I'm definitely going to listen to that. Um, I also like cozying up with a bottle of seltzer and watching um, people talk about fashion shoes. Oh, well, yeah. we talk about those sometimes on the Sex and the City, the podcast. Really? Wow. wow. Thanks for the smooth setup on that. <laughs> I'll uh, I'll have to give that a listen then because I love fashion shoes. Um, and the, the you know what else I like to do, Nathan? Oh no, <laughs> <laughs> no, that's it. That's all I like to do. Never mind. Good, good, good. <laughs> you know what I like to do sometimes? 
What? I'll just be surfing the internet and I'll be like, <laughs> I wonder if there's any internet DJs playing for free right now. <laughs> well, I did that once and maybe I'll do it again. <laughs> All right. So, so. If, if I'm ever doing that again in the future, you follow Vive on Twitch or something. On inst- just follow me on Instagram. Vive underscore E-R-Y. V-E-V-E <sighs> underscore E-R-Y. That's Vivery <laughs> at Instagram.com. You can tell that Nathan's the one who edits this podcast because he knows my Instagram handle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, but also follow this podcast, Judging Books by Their Covers Pod on Instagram, and you can see the cover of this book and see if that's what you thought the book was about and see if you got it right. <laughs> um, or you can also follow us on Twitter and maybe we'll tweet some stuff at you. And if you leave a review of this podcast on iTunes, then we will judge your life. Mm-hmm. And if you have a book cover that you want us to judge, email us at bookcoverpod at gmail.com. Yeah, if you know a struggling author who's sending their book out to critics and not getting any bites, we'll review it. Yeah. yeah. And if you're an advertiser and you want us to eat your meal kit or send us a mattress, just let us know at that email because <laughs> we'd love that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, thanks for showing me that book, Vive. Hey, thanks for judging it. And we will see you next time on Judging Books by Their Covers. Goodbye. Bye. You know, I enjoy these book covers, but sometimes I prefer the originals. Uh, what do you mean? Not, like, they're not like the covers, but I, I like the original books. What original books? Let's start a book cover band. <laughs> That's a great idea. Can we like, like rewrite old books <laughs> from memory and like and just put our own spin on them and like make them modern and stuff and also just like change bits and pieces to show like, you know, to make it our own. I think that that's essentially what this podcast is doing with our mouths. <laughs> we, should, we should do it for books that we read though. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was kind of hard to find a book on my bookshelf that I hadn't read. But I was like, oh, look at this one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But now you don't need to, so throw it away. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm going to do right after we get up, get done here. Pop it in the trash. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>